I V M. Advertising is dead. It's all business now. And a core way for businesses today to really grow and scale and connect with their consumers is to focus on building a community with those consumers. Not just communicate to them, but to really build a two-way street of conversation between the brand and the consumer. And the more brands are doing this, the more they're seeing deeper connections with their consumers. And also, in many ways, really understanding from the consumer themselves what they want the product mix to be like. One such company that's doing this really well and interestingly is Bliss Club, a community-first brand that's really focusing on the activewear segment for women in India. And I thought it'd be great to kind of get their founder and CEO, Minu Margaret, on the show today to talk about the brand, how it's evolved with their community, and how she sees this overall ecosystem, especially this activewear plus consumer and community-focused brand space really evolving towards the future. I'm Varun Dugrala, right back with my chat with Minu Margaret. Welcome back to Advertising is Dead. We're talking to Minu. I must first tell you this, and I've said this to you before we start recording. I seldom come across a brand where I've, I've heard of so much consumer love before you kind of get into a recording. So I'm like, I have a lot of questions because I'm like, you generated a lot of that love. But firstly, welcome to the show. I'm happy to have you here. Thank you so much. Super excited uh, to be here as well, Varun. So I want to start off with, which I think would be a story for, I think, many times for you to tell. But if you kind of go back to the inception, the, the origin story of the brand itself, were you always someone who was interested in this space or did this happen out of a problem that you saw? Yeah, so I mean, um, I think there are two ways people start up. One is that they feel extremely passionate about like one thing and then they're like, no matter what, we're going to do this because this is like my calling in life. Um, and then mm. there's the other side, which is I want to start up, I'm going to figure what it is and then I'm going to find my calling in it. I'm actually the latter, um, you like it or oh. not. I actually just wanted to start up and I was very, very convinced ki karna hai. Mm. You know, I'm based in Bangalore. Everyone around me is starting up. Like I'm, I'm living yeah. the bubble, very much in the center <laughs> of the bubble, right? Always actually had that thing he wanted to do something on my own even earlier on uh, in my life failed miserably was doing it on the side with work but then in 2019 was very convinced that I wanted to start up so that was the only thing I knew that I wanted to start up and that whatever space I'm building in needs to be possibly you know a large a possibility of a large outcome needs to be there so that was the only thing so went through the same journey of making excel sheets and you write down your you know the problem statements that uh, you face in life and then go deep into it so I had three problem statements and I'm an active person myself always been up to doing something or the other and really honestly always struggled with finding you know great quality activewear and a lot of times I would be traveling abroad and picking up clothes made in India, China, Sri Lanka and Bangladesh and I'm like halfway down the world right which made no sense to me and more importantly I guess this entire trend of casualization of activewear wardrobe that I would see like women wearing you know leggings instead of jeans your joggers, sweatpants you know track pants kind of playing a larger part of what you wear through the day rather than just being restricted to that 45 minutes in the gym and felt like you know that's a really exciting trend and started kind of spend the first four months after quitting my job I was working in phone pay earlier just kind of going deep into the space understanding you know how it is what the trends are is this a universal problem and how big it is and this was right before the pandemic so this is November 19 and yeah I was really really excited by the fact that there's just such a large you know demand for you know great products which marries like functionality and comfort and there's no one building for it and that's kind of how it started I have a very you know cute story 
of starting from my 2 bhk apartment in kurumangla with one of my bedrooms yeah. turned into like a packing station with all 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 sorts of those the ironing boards kind of where became our packing line when i used to write my own handwritten notes to now you know where yeah. you know 100 plus people and yeah it's been an incredible journey from there i think one of the most exciting parts is what have built in our building is is the community in many ways super active in that sense so when you look at a community based approach was the idea to say okay let's bring in the community from day one let's keep that as one of the core things we're going to build or was it okay let's build the you know the first product and then kind of start doing it was there a certain thought to that or what did and how was the flow for you yeah you know this is really interesting in our journey because it actually wasn't an either or uh, it was actually an and and that was probably some of those magical moments for me earlier on where i felt hey yours is really really large product white space no one's building for women no one's building for the 99% of women who are not going to the gym 6 days a week but actually hacking you know activity into their lifestyle through 8 hours in the day uh, and that was a huge white space uh, on the product side but at the same time i felt there was a large large space on the brand side as well right and that was started with again like personally you know being really sick and tired of you know perfect looking bodies kind of uh, talking about fitness and fitness being celebrated with i you don't look like your you don't have six pack abs right and i'm like hey i work yeah. out and i do stuff every day i move every day i feel great about the time i spend with myself like why should i look a certain way to be defined as fit right and really that's been the narrative in india it's really sad you just google like fitness women fitness or just fitness on youtube you'll find like how to lose weight how to lose 20 kilos yeah. in 2 months how to gain six pack abs in 3 days and all of these things right Which um, i never understand how like- I-, i want to know how <laughs> you can get six pack abs in 3 days <laughs> i wish we all knew that but uh, but yeah, Yeah, it just felt like you know so many people just love moving and love just love spending the time with each like with themselves and there's just too much pressure yeah in the planet where you have to call yourself a person who's into fitness you have to look a certain way and there's just a lot of outcome based pressure and felt like you know there's such a large brand uh, white space which is built brand saying that it doesn't matter what the outcome is um you know we're just going to celebrate that journey of movement um and felt like you know there were a lot of people who actually related to that which meant that you know bliss club from day one was that antithesis of what activewear is generally portrayed as you know which is we will help improve performance you will be first you will be the best um and we're like you know we're not going to do all of that but we're going to be your best friends and we're going to help you move and we're going to go hey you know get up go do that you know take the stairs instead of the elevator uh, and we're going to be that friend to you and felt like this is mm-hmm. the space where we can actually build as a community we can actually come together as women um and we're building women only which is all the more stronger to kind of come together and build it really you know bottoms up community first so not you know the other way around so yeah i think and that that's also particularly great for our category because fitness and movement is that space where you want to work out with other people you want to go like play a team sport where you just suck in everyone's energy because it's just great to be together you know you want to go to a zumba class with 10 other women screaming hoo ha and all of that stuff and it is that and i think like our category is blessed with having the potential to build community first because community is a big you know buzzword in the d2c space as well but yeah it was actually an and and i felt like with when both of it came together we we could kind of create something which was uh, very uniquely you know positioned you know one of the things which i actually want to ask you also is that as soon as you start 
know talking to a consumer and once you start building community you also learn things about the consumer which maybe you had a different thought process you say okay maybe this is something i've actually learned today from this consumer were there a bunch of us in the start but okay i didn't think of it this way or we didn't think of it this way but this is what i'm learning from the consumer what were those things when in the early days why don't you like i mean that's exactly what it is right community has two places for us honestly at bliss club right the first place yes it helps us build brand and it helps us you know in our mission to help women move but the second and the you know just as big in terms of how we look at community is we co-create products with our community by the way we we don't like i don't believe that me sitting here in bangalore uh, or you know my you know my design uh, lead or my senior designer junior designer any of them are you know individually going to define what you know half a billion women in india actually want right um, i actually believe that you know we just need to listen and listen really hard and be smart about building processes to listen to consumers and if we are able to kind of you know just be able to take that information and process it and actually put that into building that is where we are able to create magic and that's where we as a challenger brand are going to be able to do something better than incumbents who are just too big to you know be so close to the consumer so co-creating products with the community is actually central to our product building process and it started with you know when we launched bliss club um, it's actually a little bit of an antithesis to how things were generally launched because all my friends in the apparel industry would tell me you know collection launch karna hai no one launches a single product you need to have a collection yeah. you need to give the consumer choice and i would do all of these polls and so we actually started as a community before we had product also because you know the pandemic hit i couldn't work on product development so i'm like you know okay let's just start with this because this is a really large bit of what i want to do anyway so we started as an instagram page and that was the birth of bliss club of sorts um and the first 6 months it was just me hacking like a very difficult journey of organic growth on instagram right and so there while we had you know consumers and you know our bliss queens coming in uh, joining our community i would spend a lot of time you know with them on instagram polls on whatsapp groups really just keeping on asking them questions right and it all boiled down to i had to make the perfect pair of leggings when i would run a poll which colors do you want for example right 90% of women wanted a black pair of leggings only 10% of women wanted colors i'm like i'm not going to optimize for the 10% of women who want colors i'm going to launch with a single sku a single color because this yeah. is what 90% of women anyway want so it started as that and if you like if you follow us at you know my bliss club you'll still see that you know every day and you know we we spam and we're happy with doing that right we want to <laughs> listen to anything anyone wants to say i mean if you do want it you know you can always unfollow us but the kind of response we get we ask everything from you know do you want a zipper hoodie do you want a hoodie without the zipper do you want like this color that color so we run color polls we run like you know do you want pockets on the left right how many pockets do you want what is the flare if you're making flare pants like do you want it lightly flared or you know very wide leg flared um so everything so we literally co-create every product with a consumer starting from conception of how the design should look to naming the product to pricing the product we are really kind of and including having like separate whatsapp wear a trial groups of consumers where we send them free products and then they give us like input about everything that we speak about we have fgds that we run um every saturday where the entire company listens in so like 100 110 people listen into these focus group discussions where we speak to consumers so like community is central to product building for us as well and i think that's the most exciting part when i look at it right is that oftentimes community is something that 
that gets slapped onto a brand. It's said it's it's a great catchphrase to have. But true community is when the community is actually engaged with the brand, almost like they're engaging with the person. And I think what you just said makes total sense. It's that constant engagement, constant conversation. Rather than okay, let's get you guys together in a group, and that's what it is. But it's still you kind of talking to them, listening, and not just talking, just also listening and kind of building it with that. Was pockets the most requested piece? Because the first thing that I got, because I generally kind of ask whenever I'm talking to a brand, I ask people who have bought brand, and I kept hearing about pockets. And at some point, I also have realized over the years that women's Actually, I think women's wear in general lacks pockets, which I've never, I kind of understand, but I still don't think it makes sense. So was pockets always a thing? You know what? Like, I think only a woman understands the pain of not having pockets in her clothes, man. It's just so sad. And, you know, there's actually history behind it and a pretty sad, unfortunate history behind how, you know, women's clothes, you know, like were just really primarily built by men um, who decided at some point in time, you know, men have wallets and all this cash to carry. But for women, pockets is just like a design element. So it never mm. was deep enough. You always have denim pockets. And this is so close to me, ever more so now. Now. So I just came mm. back from a vacation and you know, I if you know me, like I, I'm always wearing leggings. Okay, now, now like you never very rarely see me like wearing any other pants. But I do wear other pants when I have to sample other things and like, you know, really immerse myself in other brands and like really just kind of get in there. And for the first time I was traveling back, I was in the airport and I decided I'm not going to wear my leggings, but I'm going to wear these, you know, these these pants of one ex, very expensive X brand. And I had my phone in there. I sat and got up. My phone had slipped out of my pocket because it had those side pockets and not like the top pocket that actually sits in oh, no. and I lost my po- I lost my phone in the Berlin airport for like 30 minutes I had a flight to catch it had all my you know photos of my this is the last day of my vacation and I'm flying back to India you know it had all my photos I hadn't backed up my phone for 112 days I knew that because that morning I'm like okay I haven't backed up my phone I hope I don't lose my phone and that happened that day and I'm like why can't people why, why can't women just have functional pockets and it's not about not having pockets it's also if you have pockets they're very like just namesake pockets right um so this was really something that in, if you ask any woman if you find a kurta with pockets you buy it you like the kurta or not it has pockets so you have to pick it up and that's how it is right so we've just never had like functional pockets but you know women are earning we now have wallets to slide in as well <laughs> but uh but really i i think pockets are so so essential because it's just so basic to you know just live hands-free and they really started with like knowing that if I'm building product, I'm going to build for women. And like, I, like it's it's good. I'm, I'm really blessed by the fact that I'm building for myself uh, in a large way. And hence, yeah. um, you know, I am the consumer myself and hence can feel those pain points. Um, and then, you know, just do a cross check. But hey, do you guys feel this too? And then build for it. But pockets is, you know, it's, it's such a sad story in women fashion, to be honest. So, you know, we have pockets in everything. Like that's our, yeah. that's core to our design. Like um, we had this. I saw, I saw Instagram term. post about not one one or two four or was it now four pockets five six, pockets I, six, I, I saw four, six. six pockets yes. our, our ladies, our, and, and you know what we also take pride on is hiding our pockets that people don't even know that they have the six pockets so we have consumers saying you said you have six pockets but I can only find five you're cheating me and I'm like hey but you know go look into this corner of your legging you'll find a pocket um, but yeah. yeah, we love pockets and we're like, you know, we need to we need to enable and also comes from it's not just it's also from the fact that we're 
being in a space which is a little different from just traditional active wear we're not building for that 45 minutes in the gym we are building yeah. for an active lifestyle which is 8 hours in the day which means that you do have to carry stuff through the day you will have your phone to slide in you may like have your passport and your airpods to slide in if you're traveling um, you know we we are enabling a different use case altogether which is an active lifestyle and hence it also makes a lot of sense to have pockets in the products we build and i think one of the most and that's a core insight is that if you look at even 2018 maybe early early 2019 a lot of people were you know living an active lifestyle um, but kind of switching between two kinds of of clothes and i, and I think through the pandemic uh, till now a lot of us have transitioned to saying okay i live an a lifestyle where you know certain amount of movement is a part of my day i want to be comfortable i want to be functional as well so it's almost like yeah. your founding period kind of hit the right point of the wave of when people are also kind of moving to dressing a certain way for for function and for movement how do you see this space evolving if you look at it from a broader macro perspective right just like if you look at active wear look at this entire active way of living right i don't think you even call it fitness because i think fitness is a lifestyle it's not just like something you do like that in, in for an hour in the gym um how yeah. do you see this entire active wear you know ecosystem kind of evolve from a market opportunity and in, and in general yeah yeah so i quit my job november 19 so this was just one month before the whole narrative of you know pandemic was coming together right so i was really really excited about the space even before the acceleration that happened when it came to fitness and two broad trends that i had in mind which got me very bullish about this um right first thing is that if you look at the evolution of fashion right from you know when we had corsets to what we are doing right now women and like i mean just human beings in general have always evolved towards comfortable wear so evolving towards comfort in terms of apparel has been like a trend over decades that's been continuing right so that's very basic i mean like yeah like if we are building products like why do we have to squeeze out of like our sports bra why does why does leggings have to feel so plasticky all the time that you know you don't want to wear it beyond the gym because it just itches so felt like you know there's anyway a large evolution towards comfort and fashion altogether and that's kind of where we want to evolve and the second thing being that you know health and fitness is really a narrative of the future right like if you look at most developed countries their spends on health and fitness is so much so much more than a developing country like ours and there is a huge trend in india which maybe you know players who are not uh, really rooted in india have not really noticed as much but yeah. there is a huge revolution of people wanting to be fit and leading and healthy and active lifestyle that exists both among men and women and i feel that's a huge thing that we want to kind of capture and go after in yeah that i mean that's the two trends that i feel um really accelerates what the fitness and active lifestyle narrative uh, is evolving to which is that how can you marry functionality and comfort in clothes um and how does that become your go to attire in life uh, be it in terms of you know what you wear at home what you wear in office what you wear to a party you know and and how does this kind of kind of take a larger part of your life and um evolve to so there's when i even look at the content you create right be it the the series the, the her moves series or even in general when i look at it Oh, you um, it's it's a very new series I, I, <laughs> I, I did check it out what i'm also sensing is that it's not just about the product it's about the essence of this kind of lifestyle what's your general thought process on in terms of how you build content around the brand because i think that has also played a large part in kind of building the community building consumer access how do you generally look at this aspect yeah So um I think the nucleus of everything we're building at Bliss Club is movement right and we're saying that hey we want to enable women to move um and lead an happy and active lifestyle and that 
somewhere, you know, is the essence of everything we do from a product point of view, from a brand point of view. Um, it's really enabling happiness through movement. That is the core and the mission of Bliss Club, right? Um, and so here, while we think about creating content, really it comes around. Yes, we want to talk about product. We want to talk about what our product does in someone's journey. But there are just so many narratives in India which we as a team feel like you know we need to take a different stance on it and say that we don't want to take that whole thing that I was saying, right? Which is fitness is not about journey. Um, it's so ingrained in everyone's mind. You know, when you when you work out, you have to go to the weighing scale and then check how many kgs did you lose. It's just so ingrained in how we operate. Really creating a different story and you know celebrating why. someone should move um what it means and discovering what that movement means for you what that journey means for you is really like three four pillars that we think about in terms of content right because we can always say hey we will enable you to move with our product but a lot of women don't even know ki why you know like the whole basic question of why should i move like why is it important for me um mm-hmm. the second question of you know what is movement for me like am i an ultimate frisbee player uh, am i a badminton player I, am i a runner do i even have to label myself as as any one of these right um so i think i think really that journey of movement uh, and helping women through that journey something like we all feel is a is is something that we need to do if if this is our mission right because i mean the 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 essence of a lot of things are that i think women specifically we tend to put ourselves on the backburn when it comes to like investing time on ourselves on our health and things for us right um we always kind of we i mean it's just maybe biologically how women are wired that you're wired to take care of your family you're wired to do things for other people before you do it for yourself and sometimes you feel guilty that okay i'm not you know making food for my kids but you know i'm going out for my run and maybe they are hungry for another 30 minutes but really i feel that you know we need to help women discover the fact that you know taking care of yourself is just as important because only if you are healthy and happy can you spread that kind of happiness um with your friends and family and parents and and the people around you and that is essentially we feel that you know there's there's a large gap that we can help and as a brand we have a voice um and you know we 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 have so much love from consumers like what are we giving back and how are we using our voice to um to 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 kind of help uh, and to kind of change mm-hmm. that narrative um and if that's our mission how can we stay to uh, you know true to it uh, through our voice so yeah we're, we're trying to i mean honestly that we're also kind of playing with different kinds of content so if you see we're we're kind of very experimental right now we're seeing what are the things that really hits home and really hits someone's mm-hmm. heart so that they feel that this is a content that they relate to but we make like if you see most of our uh, content is super organic we have yeah. a lot of fun deals most of, i mean by the way 100% of content of ours are made by you know either our bliss queens our customers um or our employees or me or you know it's it's just friends and family we don't have like very scripted content um as such and we love that and we we want to keep it real i think that's an essence mm. and a theme of bliss club like keep real um and yeah that's kind of that's that's maybe the tone of our content overall yeah i have a bunch more questions and especially want to go on to the other side and talking about your team etc but i know we need to go for a break um so we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back with that as things did Welcome back to advertising is dead. Uh, we still talk to Meenu. Uh, I have to ask you this. There's another entire aspect to being an entrepreneur, which is to build your team. You know, day one onwards, it's like okay, who do you hire? How do you hire? And that problem, I don't know the problem, but I think that's like a 
core focus that never really goes away um yeah. so how has that part been for you like if you look at like when building team and, and you have a, a women first team and you have more than you know, 50% uh, women in leadership uh, and across the board so how is the team building process for you how is it kind of building out the team and, and what did you kind of go looking for yeah i think you know um if there's one big learning for me as a first time entrepreneur i think it's really the fact that before when i was when i used to think about what is my core job as someone who's leading the company it would be you know strategy and hard work and setting uh, all this agenda and reviews and meetings but i feel like everything that i thought that i should be doing as uh, as a ceo of a company is actually shattered when i actually realized that there are only two things that i need to do really well and everything else you know falls into place and that's the most high leverage thing that i can do uh, which is one hiring the right people uh, two setting the right processes um without this we don't scale we don't grow at a certain pace we don't achieve what we want to achieve right and this is a big learning for me because for me you know people and like i never had any of this you know complexity of uh, what it takes to hire I, mean, i had very small teams before so you know um i think this is the big learning which is how do you set the process of hiring finding the right talent finding the right culture fit um and how do you now have these folks come in um and you know um do and perform their best right and both for themselves and for the company um which comes when you set in the right processes when everyone's working in a certain way everyone knows why we have to move at a certain pace why we have to think big why do we have to bring in structure into uh, how we work but really i think in terms of hiring it's been a learning curve for us at this club as well but you know lot of learnings in terms of how we think about uh, people but essentially now i think while i look and you know speak to folks i think it comes down to two broad uh, Uh, pillars is just hungry and humble people and that's that's kind of how i would segment like my thought process when i evaluate someone or like you know look at someone's culture fit into bliss club you know hungry because we are a young you know challenger brand we are a series a you know a company whoever needs to come here needs to be borderline crazy because work is hard work is more pay should be essentially less than what a you know very large uh, you know google or a facebook can pay lot of hard work lot of chaos and you have to learn to deal with a lot of shit and so only if you are hungry to you know be that owner take a lot of ownership in terms of what you're doing wanting that that restlessness to move at a certain pace to grow fast and that is that is bliss club as a whole right we are a very restless bunch who want to you know take on an industry which is you know much bigger and we love being that you know that challenger brand so that yeah. hunger needs to you know purely show and that comes from you know why you joining bliss club um there are so many other companies you can join why how are we playing that role in your life how do you see yourself in so really like what is in it what is exciting uh, someone um you know when it comes to joining bliss club and you know what is the right reasons to join is really important so that hunger needs to show be it in terms of their career in the past their reason to join or you know how much effort they put into an assignment process which is a very very basic process for us and the second thing is humble uh, and humility i i sometimes feel you know it's not about just you know just saying that okay you achieve big things but you don't talk about it and that's not what i mean by humility i actually mean humility from an intellectual point of view saying that you need to be humble to know that you know there are so many things that that is an unknown for us at bliss club right where at day one of our journey and we'll probably be at this uh, for a very long period of time you need to be humble enough to always seek knowledge seek advice uh, bring in a lot of outside in learnings and you know incorporate that into how you uh, work and operate um learning from your peers le- learning from you know people um around you outside you uh, without that humility at this stage 
if you come and say mm-hmm. that hey you know i've operated for the last 10 years i know everything i'm just going to come and use that yeah. same playbook we're not going to innovate we're not going to change uh, we're not going to be able to do um you know uh, a fair job to the mission that we're trying to do so i think humility comes from that point of view that you need to be humble to know that i don't know everything and i'm going to seek that knowledge around me and i'm going to seek it really really fast because i'm really hungry and so humility and hunger kind of i think in some way forms the essence of um you know the folks at bliss club but i feel we've done a done a pretty great job with um, we all you know just vibe together really well at bliss club all together what have you learned about yourself as an as you become an entrepreneur over these last couple of years has there been because i feel all entrepreneurs find find out discover things about themselves which are like once again this is this is how not just how you grow but really how you realize uh, you know what you let's say you have two core focuses but beyond that was it something else that you discovered about yourself <laughs> i'm actually thinking about it now that you asked me to be honest but you know um i think there was there was one thing about me that i never liked a lot about myself which is i've always been a very impatient person so i you know i spent the first 5 years of my life in hardcore business finance and then i decided to do my mba and then move to hardcore brand marketing so i always felt like i was this very restless person ye bhi karna hai wo bhi karna hai like this i i'm, I'm a pretty like restless human being generally like want to do a little bit of everything i listen to all sorts of music i play a lot of sport like different kinds of sport um you know i so many interests in life which are very very varied right sometimes i feel like i miss out because you know there are some people who do one thing and then they just go deep into it and do it really well right and but they really really good at it i somehow always felt like you know this is my weakness i have not just gone and become the best violin player in my life and i feel my journey now in bliss club because of having this exposure from so many different aspects of my life i've become like this great generalist where i can have a fun conversation with the brand and the product design team and i can go and have a pretty analytical and a very very you know a uh, focused discussion with uh, you know more uh, your your growth or category or you know the pnl or the finance team right and i i somehow feel that's been a great learning that it's not always bad to be um, you know a generalist of sorts um, you know you can and you know i actually now believe the opposite i actually believe that the intersection of different you know very very different functions uh, which is you know bringing finance and marketing together or you know like in in our in, in bliss club we have half the janta we are extremely creative and the other half that is like super super you know analytical numbers ke bina we won't think beyond that right but i think the success of bliss club will come if i'm if if we're able to kind of marry both of these uh, hemispheres and create magic in that intersection so i actually feel intersection of different functions coming together is really beautiful and i feel that's been some like that's the learning for myself but yeah but i do now feel that you know now that i've found in some way my jig in life ki ye karna hai i want to now go deep into it and and just stay at yeah. it um, Um, and and be really like hopefully be really good at what i'm doing but yeah i think that's been a that's been a discovery of sorts and then the second thing is that you know in my life i've moved a lot of places so i've always been a very people person i'm i'm a pretty extroverted person i can like say that uh, i love meeting new people like i'd i'd rather go meet someone than say no i don't want to meet someone right so and that comes from the fact that you know i've you know changed nine schools in my life i've lived across different cities so i've actually found that as a little bit of like things that i enjoy doing i love going to work in meeting new people i love interviewing new folks so it's somewhere playing to my strengths which has been you know the good things of some of the learnings i've had up of sorts yeah and as you kind of look ahead into the space that you're at what are you focusing on for the future obviously a lot more in terms of product growth etc but if you look into this space what do you see as trends moving to the future that you're kind of tapping into without giving away any secret or more or, um, or talk about more, or more be more pockets no i'm not going to 
talk about more pockets <laughs> no so i think you know essentially uh, the nucleus of what we're building is movement uh, and i think that is one like extreme clarity that all of us have we will build anything that enables women to move and that mm-hmm. is the you know problem statement that we have and you know within a parallel there are so many so many different problems to solve for um, and so many categories that we want to explore so very excited about you know all of the launches that we're looking at be it in terms of you know our winterwear collection building products specifically for women you know feminine uh, products to move in uh, you know why do you have to only wear shorts and you know you know pants why can't you like work out in skirts and dresses yeah. and like that so we're very excited about really building around um you know women and and problems that we can specifically solve for in movement um and then you know while we kind of look at apparel um uh, we then think about okay what beyond this um you know be it in terms of accessories what do we kind of look at but really like expanding our uh, horizon in terms of building products for movement is really what the direction of bliss club will always be be it in terms of products be it in terms of community um really marrying both of this is really uh, the direction we want to head in so towards the later part of every uh, episode i ask my guests a set of questions which have nothing to do with what we spoke about but i think your case is going to cross over on this one as well what do you spend a lot of time on beyond the work that you do at bliss club that keeps you excited keeps you focused and keeps it saying okay this is something which i i do want to spend a lot of time doing you mentioned sport you mentioned music which is why i'm kind of guessing it's going to go towards that but uh, what's your jam outside of work yeah outside of work i actually like like moving um like i said mm-hmm. so like some sort of things i used to play a lot of ultimate and now i have to say used to because like after the pandemic so we had to stop playing because uh, there were rules around team sport uh, at some at some point of time and uh, i stopped going um and then this club happened at that time and now like you know just i haven't gotten back to playing for my club so i used to play for a club in bangalore so i don't play for them which is ultimate um, frisbee so, I, so you actually so you used to play for a club for ultimate yeah. frisbee which i which i was super excited to hear about and i was like okay this is something which you need to do more of yeah uh, yeah it's, it's a club level sport so there are multiple clubs across india uh, it's an adult sport as well so you know you have folks of different age coming in um so yeah so i stopped playing there but i do i do get throws and i do get like small games in my community and a lot of my folks from office uh we come together and we we play um we also like i also play badminton it's something that i picked up i love running so really i think like spending my time in all of this is a large part of it other than that you know i binge you know shows sometimes and uh, netflix and yeah like the basic stuff i love traveling as well um but yeah nothing very over the top but um but yeah like i think some sort of movement is always a very big part of my life anything that you watched read or listened to recently that you would recommend what i uh, i watched i i actually binge watched a series um i don't know if i would recommend it it's it's slightly dark but it's it's a series called candy it's on hotstar mm-hmm. it's about this um lady who kills another woman out of the blue <laughs> but mm-hmm. um it's just a very nicely done um you know show so i mean i love that and i just i just watched it so quite enjoyed it but yeah nothing else top of mind um as such um what can you put together in an instant asin this is the broadest question this is the question i've asked all, all guests we've had what can you put together okay. in an instant you can take it in any way you like what can i put together i can put together a very like um, awesome ensemble of a sports outfit that looks really sexy when you go out for a dinner date um and i love doing that so i take the ultimate leggings and i pair it up with things which um, which looks really nice so i guess that's something that i can put together and it, it's something that i do even when i go to office um not not a sexy outfit but uh definitely love 
like pairing up things um and and, and it's a big part of like my morning routine that i yeah innovate my outfit with uh, with the yeah, active wear clothes that we build sounds so like bliss clubby but i mean that's the first thing that oh. came to my mind <laughs> the good part about founders is that it, it generally seeps in from what they're into to the brand so that's like a serious uh, connection there is what i've actually realized over time what's the best piece of advice you've gotten um, across your entrepreneurial journey and, and in general um i have got you know i have been so blessed i have got like a lot of good advice and and i really love the ecosystem i love the startup ecosystem i think everyone's so helpful there is never he i'm not going to say this and i'm not going to talk about this and i'm going to cover up this and everyone's like every time i've reached out to anyone anyone um i've always got like open handed you know advice and uh, help and things like that so lot a lot of great advice i think some of the good advice i've got i think is earlier on in the journey because that was a very lonely journey like first i think i would say the first 10 months it was just me so it's it's you know it's a very different journey because i was very used to working in teams where you know you always have a boss and then someone's there to tell you you know good job you know and somewhere i feel like i missed that while starting up um and there was always this fear of you know why have i left my job uh, to do this what if this doesn't you know move in a certain direction what you know have like what is my opportunity cost you're very high and stuff like that but i think one of the good you know the good piece of advice that i've got is that you know lim- like don't look at this as an infinite project look at it as a time bound project saying that you're going to give yourself like certain am- amount of uh, you know time in your life and that was 2 years for me um i'm going to give myself 2 years of my life and at the end of 2 years till 2 years i'm going to keep trying whatever i need to do without questioning myself ki why am i doing it how am i doing it uh, is this the right decision uh, should i shut down should i keep going cuz you know a lot of times you go through so much uh, trouble yeah. in the first you know the first uh, few months but the fact that you've given yourself a very time bound and a very time and that's super tangible just removes that pressure off you because you like do saal ke baad if it's not happening i'll just go back and i'll figure it out and so i think that is one really good piece of advice um and the second piece of advice um has really been you know this is really nice i'm i'm generally a very optimistic person so i always think about the best thing like ye aise hoga everything will be uh, really nice and you know and then that also get disappointed more because you always want more and you always like try to uh, always think yeah. only about the rosy side of things and then you sometimes you know end up feeling worse when it doesn't happen but one really good piece of advice that someone told me was that you know before you start something which is uncertain close your eyes think about and you know like not just for one like 5 minutes but really take if you need a day if you need a week if you need a month take that time to really internalize what is the worst thing that can happen with you through this yeah. right if this completely fails like what is the worst thing reputation financial loss hoga a financial loss hoga or mental loss hoga whatever it is like think about the worst thing and then make peace with it. and once yeah. you've made peace with it you are fearless in terms of how you operate like what's the worst you can happen you can imagine it you have imagined it you have also like made peace with it so that whatever you're doing in your daily life you just feel like a little bit more bindas and fearless um and i think these two things have been really game changing for me it's been super helpful to get that kind of advice earlier on in my journey because i'm i feel i'm kind of fearless i'm like like want to go all in want to go all out but it's okay if it doesn't happen it's fine and hence it gives you like a lot of risk taking ability which you require when you're starting up if you have that fear a lot of times you don't know in which direction to move you have that thing of you know being swayed here and there but i think that risk taking ability is built by picturizing worst case and then saying abhi to like nothing can be worse and that's so i'm good <laughs> to go ahead i think and my final question to you is um you know the show's called advertising is dead uh but what do you think is going to keep this space alive going ahead 
what is the part that you're most excited about for the overall active lifestyle? I'm just going to call it the active lifestyle space because I can see the opportunity for you to kind of go into so many things. What do you feel is the most exciting thing keeping going to, that's going to keep it alive in the days to come? Uh, you mean through advertising? In general. Okay. Um, getting the question that you're asking, why do you think um, the active lifestyle space is going to uh, grow and move in a certain direction? Is exactly. that right? Exactly. Yeah. 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 You know, I think, uh, I think like I live by certain principles in life and um, I feel, you know, the only thing that is super limited in life is the time you have on earth. Um, I feel that everyone needs to start optimizing for that, which means that living a healthy lifestyle is very fundamental and core to how, you know, everyone will possibly operate once we all have that enlightenment that, that you know, this is the, the only limiting thing in, in, in all our lives. Um, so I am actually very bullish by the fact that more and more people are getting aware of, you know, the importance of leading an active lifestyle, the how great it makes you feel as well. And and yeah. I think that, you know, that collective minds coming together saying that this is important for us as a humanity, that it is important for us to live sustainably, to lead to lead a healthy lifestyle, to to extend the runway that we have uh, on planet Earth, uh, on all fronts. Um, I think there is a lot of narrative being built around it. And I'm, I'm super bullish about it. You know, you like most of the celebrities and influencers, you see everyone's really talking about, you know, going to the gym, leading an active lifestyle. And I think it's a great example to set. It's a good, it's a good direction for all of us to um, head. So I think that is going to be one uh, very, very strong narrative that helps us push things. And I think that just builds then the space that we're building in. Thank you so much for doing this. It's been a fabulous episode. I hope it was as much fun for you as it was for me. I have a ton of like insights that kind of taken from this and I know the audience is going to get that as well and thank you so much for coming on Advertising is Dead No, thank you so much thank you for having me here you actually you know you actually did ask me some questions where I had to uh, think a little bit as well but it's been super nice to kind of have this chat with you have a lovely evening okay, okay. bye bye take care bye bye you too if you like this podcast and you want to listen to more podcasts like this head over to the IBM podcast website or app or where you get your podcast from and look at all the podcasts that IBM makes there's some really fun stuff there 